now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my spectacular co-host. We've got the one and only Sublime Manic. Hello. And we have my favorite carrying apparatus, Basket. What's up, Puckle Peeps? And we're here today to bring you another episode of the fantastic Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007. We talk everything from the video game to the trading card game to everything in between. And boys are a lot in between. <laughs> so this is uh, this is where I guess I ask you guys what you've been up to, because it's been a hot minute since I've talked to both of you. So any anything new? Anything going on? With your lives? The snow, snowmageddon, I guess. I've you have snow? I've been stuck at home since Wednesday. Really? I've been stuck at home since Wednesday, yeah. School got, uh, yeah. Everything got canceled the last two days. Yeah, well, yeah. Maybe over there in the good old Midwest, uh, it's not a big deal, but uh, in the West here, <laughs> we're having a huge <laughs> yeah, um, in the it, West, it, no, West it definitely, snowstorm. It, it, de- it definitely feels like a role reversal. <laughs> because like i i like flew back i was in uh, i was in texas this week for work and then i flew uh, back yeah first of all i'm sorry that you had to go there but i'm glad it you, was okay it got I, to see I, claude i did get to see claude i did get to see claude which was nice claude and i went to lunch and we talked about like some streaming ideas and stuff like that and we just hung out generally oh, cool. he bought me an ice cream sandwich nice nice i told him he didn't have to because i was technically on per diem classy move uh <laughs> <laughs> So we went ahead and we uh, we we hung out for a little bit. That was a lot of fun to getting to see him. I haven't. Yeah, I saw pictures from the Riverwalk. That's fun. Yeah, I realized I had not seen Claude in like four years in person. Yeah, which is like kind of insane to think about because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I hadn't seen him since I think 2019. I think 2019 was the last time we saw yeah. each other. Yeah, I think most of us haven't seen each oh, other wow. since then. So yeah, that sounds about right, actually. We should correct oh, that. <laughs> no, we should. We absolutely should. Claude and I talked about that for a little bit, actually, uh, about how we do that properly, right? To make sure that everybody is, uh, is like, make sure that it's done right. Because, like, I don't want it to be, like, too big. Because my worry is, like, if we said, hey, we're going to NAIC again, like, 50, 60 people show up. No, I think the plan is to do a staff retreat. That is the plan where yeah, Claude said he'd help me figure that out, the logistics. Because, like, I really want to do it in, like, a bigger city. And yeah, that way it's a very easy flight for people, right? Like, the idea Agreed. is that the the idea is that you're just going from hub to hub instead of going to, like... Hub to random place. Yeah, yeah. to, like, regional flight. To the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and we'd be making some fun so uh, some fun content, too. Yeah. Yeah, Claude, Claude had some ideas, so I'm going to talk with him about it, and we're going to figure it out, and then we'll budget it out and see how it works out. So, I, I probably won't be... I don't know if it'll be this year, but maybe next year, for sure. I'll probably see... Well, this is random, but I might see Whimsicott this year, because oh, we are going exciting. to Europe this summer. Yeah. Ooh, that's exciting. Oh, wow. That's very exciting. She would really appreciate that, actually. I bet, yeah. I'm excited. You could probably land anywhere over there and drive to her in like three hours. Exactly. Uh, that's, I don't think that's how Europe works, but 
I uh, mean, not exactly, but it it does have a much right, yeah. Yeah, it does have it does have like a better transportation system. That's for sure. Completely. Also, I'm from Texas, so like everything yes. is small to me. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, your entire country can be traveled in an hour. Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's still an exaggeration, but that's okay. It's not. You know, it took me eight hours when I lived in Texas to go from where I lived to my parents' hometown in the same state. No, no, I Texas is very <laughs> spread out and very large. Yes. I do agree with you because like I can go to Texas three different times and not and be at least in Ohio away from anything else that I was previously been in. Mhm. Which is <laughs> which is a lot to think about. One whole Ohio. <laughs> yeah, one whole Ohio like away, it. right? I could just be a whole <laughs> Ohio away. Yeah, so it's just like a, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. So it's like France to Italy can't be that far, can it? Not. Nah, uh, I mean, I, the, if there's not the thing, like the difference is, like I will take a four-hour train ride over a four-hour car ride any day. Oh, I love trains. Right. Yeah. Uh, I will take a four-hour train ride anywhere over because then I don't have to drive, and if I don't, if I can just like relax, I don't care. You can take as long as you want to take to get me somewhere. <laughs> Because trains at least are like spacious, typically, even if you're in coach. And you have a nice window. See the landscape. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like- no, I've actually been thinking about taking just like a straight up vacation on like an Amtrak in the US <laughs> to like from like Chicago to Seattle or something like that. Just for funsies. I think that would be funsies. Yeah, I I've seen some of the views and they're like really pretty. Oh my god. We could make a battle car. Battle train. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that we should all go on vacation. I was thinking my wife and I would go on vacation. But <laughs> it's, too, it's, it's too late now. You're, getting, you're being crashed. <laughs> you guys walk on board all of a sudden. <laughs> you guys, no, we wanted to go on vacation by ourselves. <laughs> it's, the, it's the staff retreat that we never asked for. <laughs> Uh, we all just want. Yeah, we all dress up as Team Rocket and ruin your entire. Party. Yeah. <laughs> we're just, we're just this. It's just the staff retreat. We're just all on a train for three days. That's fine. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've been looking into it though. Like, I think that'd be a fun vacation because, like, you get to go see the mountains. Like, the one that's supposed to be really good is the one that goes from Chicago to uh, L.A. or San Francisco. One of the two. There's, there's a really good train that does that, and you get to actually like go through the Rockies, and it's really cool. So I, I was thinking about doing that one, too. I don't know. We're figuring it out. I, I think it would just be a fun, cute little vacation to take. And it slows life down. You have no cell phone reception, so your life is, uh, you're, like, forced to shut off, which is kind of <laughs> what I'm looking forward to if we do it. I don't know. If anybody else has taken the Amtrak before, let me know. I hear it's both a good and good and bad experience. Yeah, I, I will tell you my wife's experience. Well, uh, it's probably one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for me, I just beat Pokemon Scarlet. Yes, round of applause, everyone. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm not late at all. Good for you. <laughs> Little snaps, snaps. Yep, good job, good job. I'm proud of you. You chose the right <laughs> version, that's what I'll say. <laughs> yeah. I'm not biased at all. <laughs> no, no, I think I think honestly they came up with the concept and they were they like they had Pokemon Scarlet in mind with the concept. And then they're just like, Well, how can we make a second version? And then Spilet was like the afterthought. Well, no, I love violet because that's purple's my favorite color. So <laughs> I still think I I still think it's the afterthought. I think I think they were just yeah. like yeah. That's why every single paradox Pokemon is named Iron something. 
I feel like everyone says that literally just because of iron. Like, that's the only thing people say. That's not the only thing, but I feel like the concept, like, it's more confusing to consider these Pokemon Paradox Pokemon from the future because we don't have, like, evidence against why it doesn't make any sense for them to be from the future, right? Because we don't know what the future's like. But with the past, it's very easy to tell that they're Paradox Pokemon because all of the descriptions are, like, these shouldn't exist by any means, right? Like in the uh, in the magazines you read and stuff like that. See, for me, I feel like the villain made more sense wanting to go to the future instead of the past. It's like, oh, great, yeah, I want to... My goal is to go somewhere without cell phone reception. I was like, oh, she's crazy. <laughs> At least, like, the male professor who wants to go somewhere where there's technology. I don't know. It, I think it's still cool to, like, want to go to the past to, like, investigate it, right? But I think... I, I do think that the it's just easier to tell that the Pokemon are Paradox Pokemon just because like Slitherwing's description in the Occulture magazines says that fossils of Volcarona don't exist from that time. So we don't really know how there's a there's a Volcarona like that. And then like, you know, you know, you have like the billion year old Jigglypuff that makes no sense because multicellular <laughs> life didn't exist a billion years ago. And there's a there's a bunch of them like that. So how does this make more sense? <laughs> I- I'm Team Violet, but it's all good. I'm not saying Violet. Yeah, there's I'm, anything wrong with yeah. Violet. <laughs> Purple's a great color. I'm I'm excited now that I now that I've beaten the game though mm-hmm. to do what our topics about the whole uh, yeah all oh, the raids yeah 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 I could I could tell based on our discussions before we did the show. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I i i could tell and this is something that we haven't talked about a lot i've just like hinted at and alluded to the fact that i really liked it so i'm, I'm very excited to talk about raids so i guess i guess without further ado we have some we have some things to talk about though yes before the raids yeah before the raids so let's uh jump over to the news so let's cue that epic music <laughs> Welcome to the news. We've got a few things to talk about. Uh, there's probably a lot of news going on this week as you're listening to this show, and we're not talking about it because of time and how it works and the fact that we record the show before Mondays when the show releases. So there's probably a lot of cool news that came out on Monday, <laughs> seeing as it is Pokemon Day. <laughs> we'll talk about it, though this upcoming this next episode so we we probably will talk to you about it then in the lead up to the new anime though by the way uh we've been introduced to the new characters uh freed and captain pikachu uh the the person that wrote the news goes there is no escape they've also added more episodes to netflix in the <laughs> u.s uh looks like they stopped it right at the iris versus cynthia matches so there's still another round of episodes to come before we get that final fight with ash and uh leon and we got the final names of the aim to be the Pokemon master, the last 11 episodes of the anime. I'm sure there are some number of shippers disappointed that it's Latios. That's the focal point of the penultimate episode over Latias. Um, we'll see. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, dude, <laughs> Don't need to go there. <laughs> dude, those episodes, uh, those last episodes are um, pretty hype. I've been like keeping up with it. These ele- last 11 episodes are just really cool. I really like them. Um, they have Ash rotate his team every episode, so you get to see almost. Every, I think you get to see every single one of his old Pokemon at one point or the other. So that's uh, that's really cool. And then on top of that, 
you get to see like I think Team Rocket in the next episode is going to see all of their old Pokemon again. Oh, that makes me happy. I think the only thing that isn't confirmed in the pre-release screenshots we've seen is Arbok and Weezing, which is the most upsetting. Uh, I'm hoping that they they're just like not showing them in the promo images so that we're all like shocked and stunned when we get to see Arbok and Weezing. It all it also hints that like maybe they leave Team Rocket and there's like this cool picture. I, I was trying to find it for you, Sublime, because I feel like you would get it and you would love it. Um, it's a picture of them with all of their Pokemon Pokemon, with the exception of like Arbok and Weezing and Marini and Mimikyu, I believe, don't make a don't show up either. But uh, then there's another shot of them just like wearing sweaters and hanging out recording a podcast. And I'm just, and it's it sounds like they quit and they just become podcasters. And I'm like, I'm here for this. I hope they find happiness because they deserve it. I'm here for it. I'm really here for it. <laughs> All right, Basket, take us away on the next one. Yeah, so uh, there was an announcement of a new animated short for Shanghai. Um, it's um, It hasn't uh, been confirmed for us yet. It hasn't but... been confirmed yet for the West, um, but it's probably going to either air or will be announced during Pokemon Day. So keep an yeah. eye out for that or an ear. The artwork for it's actually pretty cool. It's pretty much like all the pre Nintendo Switch Pokemon stuff. Um, and the kids like holding a Game Boy playing it and like the DS and everything's laying on the table in front of him with all the old Pokemon games. I'm hoping it's voting well for us to get uh, to get some virtual console Pokemon. Well, it's not virtual console anymore. It's Nintendo Switch Online Pokemon in the near future, because I, I really if they did it, honestly, if uh, I don't pay for like the Nintendo Switch Online Plus nonsense yet because i don't care enough about playing n64 games on the switch but if they dropped pokemon like red blue yellow and even gold silver crystal and so you could hook them into they connect to the uh, pokemon stadium games that they announced i would that minute become a nintendo switch online subscriber (laughs) because that that would be amazing then you could actually have Pokemon with moves that make sense in there. Well, you wouldn't be able to have Pokemon that make sense with move. Well, it, you know, like it, my adult brain would be able to decide, right? Not my kid brain, because right, it, like you still you're still lo- locked to Gen One and Gen Two, but it, at least you could like play them with Pokemon Stadium and Pokemon Stadium Two, because like Pokemon Stadium One and Pokemon Stadium Two are by far like the best post game content we've ever gotten in Pokemon. I like I, it really bums me out that we don't get things like those anymore. Because, like, you want to complain about not... Yeah. Ha- like, this was the Battle Frontier before the Battle Frontier. <laughs> Alright, next piece of news for Scarlet and Violet. Take it away, Sublime. Hey, speaking of raids, the new raid, the seven-star raid, is a Pika Blue, <laughs> which is to say, a water terratype Pikachu. And if you're listening to this before the Pokemon Day uh, presentation... You still have a chance. It's still up. So. It was also really hard. I heard they like changed a lot. Like, seven they star get, raids are annoying. Like, well, they get so instead of normal seven star raids where it's like thirty times the HP, they gave this one fifty times the HP. Well, because it's Pikachu, you know, yeah. you gotta yeah boost it up because it's such a low value. Uh, I to be fair, I I kind of agree with you. This was just to do surfing Pikachu though. Like, I think that was the idea. This is surfing Pikachu. We already got flying Pikachu, and I I think that was just something uh, to bring up. Uh, they did uh, finally announce this week uh, that NAIC, the North American International Championships, are going to be have been confirmed. Uh, they moved dates because they realized they bumped into some other big uh, thing. I think it was Origins Game Fair in Columbus. Um, but it's been confirmed for June 30th to July 2nd in Columbus. Unfortunately, that's the one weekend I can't make it. 
so I'm not going. Bummer. Yeah, I'll be in Santa Barbara, California. Better. So, I'd rather be in Santa Barbara than Columbus too. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Sunny. Yeah. So I will. I will be missing it, unfortunately. Yeah. But it is what it is. Uh, if you want to go, you guys have a good time. I might go on like the Saturday because I come back like the Friday, so I wouldn't be able to compete. Yeah, I might go the Saturday. You can still just to go get out. a day pass. Yeah, know. I might just go hang See out. The shops. Oh yeah. All right, Pokemon Unite. This is you, Basket. Oh yeah, we got Zacian coming. Zacian's coming. I think that's it. <laughs> I know nothing about Zacian <laughs> in the game. It's. Pro- I wonder if it like gets like an evolution to its crown form or not. I don't. I don't know. But we'll find out. I'm I'm upset that they did just Zacian and they didn't do also. I Tom think Zenta. it's gonna be really funny when you have a Zacian lose to like Charmander. <laughs> when, you know? it, when it dies to Charmander at level one. Like if you lose to like <laughs> some nothing Pokemon comparatively, just because it's not the same system, it's really amusing. I feel like that would be cathartic. That would just be cathartic. Yeah, like oh, Steamy defeated Zacian. I'm like yeah. that. <laughs> Cracks me up. <laughs> I guess we don't know anything. It'll probably be announced. This is, this is a leak. It'll, it'll probably be announced, though, on uh, Monday. All right. Let's see. What else we got? Uh, yeah. Pokemon Go, Sublime. Yeah. Speaking of Pokemon Go, we weren't speaking of it, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you call a transition, right? We've got uh, Reggie Draco and Reggie Alecki of being teased for GoFest. So if you're still playing Pokemon Go, uh, go get those Reggies. Oh, it's because they're doing a Hoenn thing right now, too, right? Yeah, the Hoenn tour tour is, like, right now as we're talking. Right, and that's when the Reggies were introduced, so it makes sense that they would add the new Reggies, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it modern. I think their non-inclusion in Pokemon Legends was probably my least favorite thing about Legends. I would like to make a separate Pokemon Go announcement. Um, what is it? Kind of thing. If you guys uh, are rural players or you're lazy players like me, there are uh, online petitions to get them Niantic to not l- to pull back the limitation on how many um, uh, remote raids you can have, as well as the fact that they're um, decreasing sometimes to zero the amount of XL candies you can have when you do a remote raid. Blech. Um and or no, I'm sorry the pri- the primal uh primal energy mm. for raids is sometimes coming up to zero on remote raids. Um, so if you're a rural player or a lazy player, um, you know, look online and sign something. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, TCG. I'm going to give this one to you too. Sublime. Sure. Uh, the next league battle deck is going to be Palkia V Star. It has a three two Palkia line and. A Radiant Greninja. So that is a great uh, get. Yeah, I think the Radiant Greninja is more impressive than the Palkia at this point. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> well, that's why it's a great get. I think Radiant Greninja is probably like five bucks still. And then I think I think Palkia has gone down pretty significantly because, I mean, it it pretty much died off after the past year. Uh, better decks came out. I can't remember. Did uh did rotation get it? Did did rotation screw it over? Uh, rotation's gonna hurt it a little bit. Um, mm. well, probably actually a lot of it depends on which Palkia variant you're playing. If you're playing like if you're playing it with an Inteleon engine, Inteleon's gone, right? Like shady dealings doesn't exist. Um, and then you also lose scoop up net, which I guess doesn't matter because you can't play the Inteleons that were using the scoop up net. Uh, and then you also lose uh, capacious bucket, which was free like free water energy in your hand so you, you, that's gone already i feel like that just came out capacious bucket no capacious bucket came out i think that's base sword shield 
Oh yeah, that's oh, been wow. a minute. Okay. That's gonna rotate. Rotation still hasn't. We're about to yet. have Bay Scarlet Violet. So there yeah. you go. Bay Scarlet Violet comes out in a month, which is actually really exciting. I'm very excited for that. I'm gonna definitely buy at least one booster box, if not two, just because they're gonna be so fun to open because they've gone to like the three hollow model, like other TCGs. And, oh yeah, yeah. And so you're gonna like every pack is gonna feel impressive. So I'm very excited about that. But yeah, I don't yeah, I don't even know if Palkia is like worth it at this point. I think the deck that's doing really well right now is actually Lost Zone again. Yeah, Palkia went down to a dollar a card. I remember paying ten dollars for Palkias. Well, you know, water needed a win, so I'm glad that deck was good when it was. Yeah, five bucks for a Palkia. Been a long time. But yeah, it's uh it's just like uh it's an okay card. It's I mean, the Radiant Greninja is what that V battle deck's all about, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah I think Giratina's doing well post rotation and a few other things. So yeah, okay. So Puckle's Pokey prediction: <laughs> Will we be satisfied with the Pokemon announcements this week? <laughs> that that's a good question. That's a terrible question, but it's a good question. Um, I I think as long as they announce DLC, I'll be fine, right? Uh, because my full expectation is that we'll get DLC. We'll get one thing that I'll be excited about, and then another thing that I won't be excited about, but somebody else will be. Like those are my <laughs> those are my full expectations, and then a bunch of like things that I I've neutral on. All right, like it because uh like I expect expect DLC. I expect something like Game Boy games are coming to Virtual Console, even if it's just Gen One. Uh, and then I expect uh I expect there to be like, and then Pokemon Cafe is getting an update. And, and and somebody gets really excited. Meanwhile, where is Pokemon Sleep? Where is Pokemon Sleep? What happened? Do you I'm actually kidding. do you I'm actually kidding. care about Pokemon Sleep though? Like no, but I, it's the joke of um, I I can't I can't tell like with my with my IRL Pokemon <laughs> friends. Hi Ryan. Yeah, um, I can't tell I can't tell with them if they genuinely want Pokemon Sleep or if they're memeing because I'm sitting over here like I. I just couldn't care less about Pokemon Sleep. I know, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't need to exist, right? Uh, what about you? What if, I don't even know what that. I don't even know what that is. Oh man, it's been so long. Um, there is this press conference that I'm pretty sure was just a collective fever dream of all Pokemon fans. Basket back in 2019. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, it happened in May of 2019, and pretty much everything they've announced, they announced in that press release, did not happen or has mm. not happened. Like Detective Pikachu two, they announced was going to come out as a game, and uh-huh. it's it's been four years. Basket, uh, it's still not here. <laughs> and Pokemon Sleep was announced, which uh, I don't really know what it is, but it's supposed to be somehow Pokemon Go with Pokemon Sleep, and it was going to come out with the. I kid you not, they called it the Pokemon Plus Plus. Oh wow! Um, which I don't understand. It's fine. They couldn't. Okay, yeah, right. I don't understand. Uh, the thing that did come out from that press release was the toothbrushing game for children. <laughs> that did to come brush out. Their teeth. It came out the same day as the press conference, so it does exist. I think it got it the Gen Two Pokemon. Wonderful. I think it still gets updates. So uh, I guess look at that uh, if you're looking for something. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, oh gosh. All right. Well, that's our news. We're going to kick it on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Oh, hi. 
and welcome to the Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark from the Dunsparce Gang, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. Welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz. Thank you for that introduction. We've got a few questions here. Uh, our first one this week for you guys, if you're ready, is going to come to you from NZ Nick. What generation did the move Waterfall debut in? Ooh. Oh, that's easy, uh, isn't that? Um, I want to uh, say two, right? Oh, two? Second gen? Say, was it? Okay, because like... Three. Oh, well, sheesh. Um... Aren't there waterfalls in Gold and Silver? No, there are three uh, water moves. One of them is Whirlpool. One of them is Surf. Dive is Gen three. So I want to say waterfall is Gen two. I mean, okay, we can we can go with that because I'm, I'm like, not, oh gosh, what am I wrong though? Uh. I well, because I remember like Gen three had like so many um, too much water. That's true. TMs. Um, where okay, so do you remember like in what? Like, at what point you used Waterfall in Gen 2? Like, can you remember? I'm trying like, to remember. Uh, or, wait a minute. Was Waterfall always? I don't know. Could it be Gen 1? No, right? Gen no, 2. no, no. I know it's not Gen for sure, right? I don't know. I, like, I don't know. Waterfall has just been around for so long that I don't... Like, like it's just kind of osmosis its way into when it started. I don't... I'm not confident about it. I just don't remember a time where there wasn't Waterfall, you know? Um, maybe, maybe it was like, oh, sorry guys, that was my alarm. Wake up um, alarm. Yeah. Um, man. I'm getting the answer here, guys. Well, I feel like, I feel like it has to, I feel like it has to be Gen 2. Let's say Gen 2. Okay. Gen 2 is unfortunately incorrect. The answer is Generation 1. Uh, it did become an HM oh. in Generation 2. In, oh, uh, in Gen 1, though, it was the signature move of the Goldeen line. It was oh wow! Only- so that's why I didn't know because I so never I was right about them. being an HM though. I'm gonna take that as a personal win. Even you should. If it's not you a should. Point. You should. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, Goldeen learns it at level 37, and Seeking learns it at level 39. Who uses Goldeen? Who uses Goldeen? Uh, somebody. One person that has used a Goldeen. I have no idea who used Goldeen. In, uh, if you ever in have Gen used 1. a Goldeen in your playthroughs. Email the show. I want to know. I need. We need to know. It's not a want. <laughs> I need, need to know. Has need. anyone? I feel like this is like no one knows if that's true because no one used it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you're over one. Our next question is going to come from Liger, the trivia master himself. Which champion has the highest level Pokemon the first time the Pokemon League is challenged? See, now I want to say Cynthia, because we all know. If you know, you know. You know? But, uh... I I can see it also being Lance. So, I don't know. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Does this count as a champion when you fight Red at the end of Gen 2? No, no, no. It's the first time the Pokemon League is... The first time the Pokemon League is challenged in that game, this champion has the highest level Pokemon in that circumstance. Okay, so mm. let's see. Um, uh, I feel like um, I feel like X and Y had a pretty high um, uh, like level cap um, at the in the league. Um, with, so 
would like the league champion count? Yeah, no, it is the league champion. It's That's what I'm asking. Champion. That's what I'm asking. We're asking right. who is okay. the champion with the highest level Pokemon. Oh, who's the champion? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you first battle them. Uh, and I'm like, gosh, was there a game that just had like higher levels by the end of it um, than any who was, other? Who was the, I just remember the, Cynthia's like the iconic, like actually difficult one because they all have 31 in all their IVs and all that. Um, who who was hmm. the uh, um, uh, uh, the actress lady in um, Diantha, One of my favorite okay. champions. Okay, I think. I think I think she she's is the great. Meryl Streep of Pokemon. Okay, <laughs> awesome. That's hilarious. So are you going Diantha? Is that what your answer? Uh, sure. Uh, I think it's Cynthia, but maybe it is Diantha. Diantha. I, don't know. Okay, I guess wanna... the last one. So I'll go with you on this one, basket. You want you want to say it at the same time? One, uh, what? Sure. Two. I know. Three. Diantha. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Right. 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 <laughs> Diantha. Yeah, Diantha. Diantha yeah. is correct. Uh, yeah, she yeah, has yeah, a yeah. level 68 Mega Gardevoir, which is the highest level a Pokemon is on the initial run through of the Pokemon League in any game. Um, Alder does have a level 70 uh, Pokemon the first time you battle him, but it's not the first time you challenge the Pokemon League, so it doesn't count. Oh, well, uh, there you go. Well, yeah, because you had to deal with that whole yep. situation. Mm-hmm. All right. This next question is your Pokedex entry question, as always. Uh, if you get it first, you get two points. If you get it after the first entry, you get one point. So you can get two points here. This one is going to come to you from Poliwo. It's Pokemon Scarlet Pokedex entry reads, These Pokemon gather into groups and form colonies deep within forests. They absolutely hate it when strangers approach. Who's that Pokemon? They hate people. They love forests. They love colonies. Is it the Pilgrims? <laughs> 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 we forgot the line about thanksgiving right so it's the settlers um okay so it's a forest pokemon in scarlet and violet or as i like to shorthand call it scurvy <laughs> pokemon scurvy scarlet and violet yeah i'm trying to make that catch on so now you know i don't think it will um, but <laughs> you keep, you keep trying pokemon i am scurvy. gonna keep trying Scurvy, Stop trying to make fetch scurvy. a thing. Yeah, no, I'm trying to make scurvy a thing. <laughs> oh, man. Colonies. Uh, what are the Pokemon in the forested areas in uh, sort... Uh, not sort... Ugh. Scurvy. Um, could it be the... What's the... No, hmm, And I wouldn't say that. Uh, could you repeat it? These Pokemon gather into groups and form colonies deep within forest. They absolutely hate it when strangers approach. Are there so any, they, like, force Pokemon that, like, run after you or anything like that? Or that, that run really away aggressive? from you that hate when people approach? I feel like it might be Applin, because damn, was that hard to find in the forest. We can do that, because honestly, I have absolutely no idea. I have no idea either, <laughs> and I know that they exist in the forest. So is Applin your answer? I guess. Uh, Applin is unfortunately incorrect. Your second entry is going to come from Pokemon Violet. And it reads, it coils its ten tentacles around its prey and sucks out their nutrients, causing the prey pain. The folds along the rim of its heads are a popular delicacy. Oh my gosh, it's Toadscruel or whatever. Is it Toadscruel or Toadscruel? I mean, I'll take either. I'll take the family. The the Toadscruel line. Toadscruel is correct. It's ten tentacles, so it has to be Toadscruel, not That makes sense, right? Because the other one has just the two. That was a dumb question. Uh, But it is Toadscruel, yeah. (laughs) 
All right. Well, you guys are two for three. Your next question's worth up to three points. It's got, uh, it looks like one, two, three, four, five answers. Um, or actually, you know what? We're going to, this one has 13 answers. And, oh, no. uh, I only need, I only need you to give me, uh, four and I'll give you two points. Or if you give me six, I will give you three points. Okay. There are 13 possible answers. This one's from Trev. There are 13 moves with at least one dash in their names, excluding Z move slash uh, Dynamax moves. What are they? Interesting. Um, I want to say extreme speed. But you maybe do have two bad. strikes. You do have two strikes or three strikes and then you're Let's out. Let's not say that because so- I think extreme speed just combines the two words without a space, which is also weird, but not a dash. Oh, okay, okay. Because so, uh, I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking moves like with dash in them. No, like, no, no, no. With a, a dash, with, with a dash. dash. No, no. Yeah. With with a dash in it. <laughs> with a dash in it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. <sighs> okay. Uh. Oh. Uh. I think self destruct. Are you locking it in? I want to say self destruct because uh yes. Self destruct with it pretty recently. Self destruct yeah, is remember. correct. That is one. Lovely. Okay. Every two you get a point. Uh, Every two you get a point. Some of these are surprisingly common, uh, and I'm not sure. I, I'm surprised you're not getting some of them. Well, it's hard to think what you think of yeah. moves. You don't think of how you. S- yeah. Um, you, that's true. That's true. I'm sure we know more than you do. Have the hint. You do have the hint, but I don't know how I would hint this. But we'll figure it out. Uh, oh, double edge. Oh, uh, double edge is one. I know double edge I for sure. Double soft boiled. Double uh, soft. Soft boiled's correct. Double edge. Uh, let me double check. Um, I don't think double edge. Because whenever I have to type it, uh, hmm, double okay. edge does have it. It's not in this list that I have for some reason, but it does have it. Um, so I will accept. Oh, oh, both oh, of those. And, uh, uh, that's three. Uh, that's lock, three. Uh, lo- lo- lock on. Lock on is yes. lock on is yes, four. Just, lock on. Lock on is I four. I just got a reg a registeel in Pokemon Go. <laughs> That is four. You guys are at two points. One of Viger's iconic moves. Uh, If you get two more, uh, you get the full three. Mm. Yeah, Devil Edge didn't make make this list. That just goes to show how many dashes there are. There's a lot of dashes. That's 14 instead of 13. Uh, um, And we can't use... um, You can't um, use the hit. No, I was going to say we can't use the Z moves or the... No, you can't like, use the uh, Z moves or the Gigantamax moves, because I think every single one of those is just G-Max or... <laughs> well, that'd be perfect. Perfect, right? Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe we should use the hint for this one. What are you thinking, Basket? Oh, you got uh, any, like, uh, 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 baby, uh, baby Doll Eyes. Baby Doll Eyes. Baby Doll Eyes yes. is a fifth one. Yeah, you only need one more. <laughs> um, oh, 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 oh. Uh, V-Create. V-Create is another one, yeah. Oh my god! You guys got, you guys like got six. Oh. You got six. So Hell you're yeah. missing. Uh, you're missing eight. Uh, the eight you didn't get. Multi attack, power up punch. That makes sense. Uh, that makes sense. Topsy turvy. Uh, mm. Trick trick or treat. That surprises me. Um, <laughs> yes. The one that has two dashes, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Uh, the other one that would that have counted twice? No. Uh, <laughs> the the one that I uh, I'm surprised that you didn't think of U turn. Uh, oh iconic. yeah, that would be uh, simple. Yeah. Wake up slap. Uh, and then the other two are kind of okay. common as well. Uh, Will-O-Wisp. Uh, that, oh, a- yeah. And Exazor. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. See, you know, I think we would have eventually gotten Willow Wisp. I think Willow Wisp you would have thought of eventually. Tree, yeah. yeah. Willow Wisp, I think you would have gotten. All right. So that gives you guys your three. So you guys are at now, it looks like uh, five. Five. Yeah. All nice. right. So nice. this is your base deck question, as always. This is going to come to you from Snackard. What, no, what non fully evolved psychic type has the highest base defense? Oh, non, I'm almost sure that not, it's that middle stage of the um of Cosmo M, right? Like that thing had stupid high defenses, right? Wait, I'm sorry, you said non fully evolved. Yeah, non fully non- evolved. I'm almost sure it has to be Cosmo M. The uh before you what? get Solgaleo and uh, Lunala, because after Wait, it evolves did- from Cosmog, it's just a wall. Like that, that's all it is. Did did we say that legendaries were okay? Yeah, it's I any mean, psychic type, it's any psychic type evolved. Pokemon. Oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. I was just trying to I'm make sure we got all the qualifiers. I'm almost certain it's got to be Cosmo M. That thing is like nothing but defense okay. and special defense and like nothing else. Okay, let's go with that. Cosmo M is correct with a base yeah, 131 like- defense. Uh, then wow. next up is going to be Matang with 100 and then Bronzong uh, with 86. Or Bronzor with 86. Or Bronzor. Bronzor yeah. with 86, yep. All right, you guys got six points today, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to add it up in the trivia score sheet. Uh, good news for you guys. Awesome. It just re- restarted, so wait. Oh. Uh, I don't think anybody's doubled up on shows yet, so we got this going really <laughs> well for you. So let me go ahead. We're going to sort so it. So we're on the board and no one else is. You're on the board. Uh, so <laughs> in first place, we've got a three-way tie between Mark Whimsicott and Claude Nine with eight points apiece. In fourth place, we've got a tie between Seth Bilo and Shark Finnegan with seven points apiece. In sixth place, we've got a four-way tie between Linny and Jushiro with Sublime and Basket at six points apiece. Everybody else has yet to get on the board. It's a race to 40. It's still anybody's game. If you want more Puckles Poke Quiz, be sure to join us next week. Until then, we're going to kick it on over to the topic. We have another review this week from iTunes from Boy Jeff. Amazing five stars. I just started listening this year, but I've loved it ever since. Well, thank you for that. And if you would like to review us wherever you listen to the podcast, we would really appreciate it. It would help us out. On top of that, you might be able to be right on the show. Well, until then, we're going to kick it on over, guys, to the topic. Welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be raiding in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. We wanted to just kind of cover everything, mostly because Basket's very excited. Oh, yeah. I'm super excited. After beating the game. We've got uh, some Pokemon that are typically good for it. We've got some tips and tricks and maybe some do's and don'ts. Like, this is a lot of me complaining. (laughs) I was just going to start with the idea, right? Because, like, every Pokemon in Scarlet and Violet is terrestrialized every, every raid. Every Pokemon is terrestrialized, and they can have weird raid types. And these, you need to do these anyway to grind out Terra Crystals, by the way. Um, like, if you want to be able to change your Pokemon's Terra type, it takes 50 of any Terra Crystal to be able to change their Terra type. Also, a good way to farm money, good way to do a bunch of different stuff. It, it's very important to understand how to do these, because it's very frustrating when you get into a raid with me, and you don't understand. <laughs> because... Uh, the number one thing that I see happening, at least in my experience, when people join raids, when we do them in Scarlet and Violet, is that people don't think about the Pokemon's type before it terrestrializes. They just see the Terra type and they go, so um, a good example of this is... But you have to think about what moves it'll have. Yeah, yeah. no, no. Yeah, so the, so this is an example of something that happened to me once. I had a uh, six-star Sylveon that Terra'd into Dark-type. 
Okay. Um, so the Sylveon Terra into Dark type. And so people brought Iron Hands because Iron Hands is a very popular raid Pokemon that we can talk about in a second. But it's a Sylveon. Yes. Yes. That was my thought. I was just like, yes, your fighting type Iron Hands is going to be really good at punching the Dark type Sylveon. However. But the Sylveon is still a Sylveon with Pixelate. <laughs> Stab boosted pixelate. Like, don't don't do it. Don't do it. And it's just gonna hyper voice you to death. And your iron hands isn't gonna be able to do iron hands things. Mm-hmm. I think on that note, whenever you're doing a seven star raid, you have to think about what um type it is originally, or like yes. really what moves it is likely to use and what type it turns into. You need to be defensive to the original Pokemon while being super effective against the Terra type. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so I think, especially for the seven star raids, you have to put some thought into what you're taking. Yeah. I think the first, uh, seven star raid, for instance, was Charizard, mm-hmm. right? It was a dragon Charizard. And I remember everyone talking about like the two raid Pokemon to take were Azumarill and, um, what was the Doe Doggy Pokemon called again? Uh, the Evolution. I know exactly what you're talking about. What is Fido's evolution? Fido's just so cute. Exactly. <laughs> I see it because it's a Dachshund. So it's like it's something with a Dachshund. Um, Dachshund, right? Dachshund, that's it. Um, because they're both immune to fire. Or, well, one resists, the other's immune. And then Azumarill is immune to dragon while super effective. Yeah, Dachshund uh, is, it's got that ability that's exclusive to it. Yeah, and so it eats fire. For breakfast and then the fairy made it immune to dragon so it was like hello the well-baked body <laughs> it's like stamina but fire type moves please tell me that's its ability's name no that's what i said that is its ability's name oh my god that is that is so awesome i love that yeah that is the ability's name it is it is a well-baked body yeah it has a fire immunity which is pretty cool um I love that so much. But because of that, a fairy with a fire type immunity or a water fairy, both really strong um, for that raid because they are resistant slash immune and can hit super effective. Right? Like you want to be able to cover all the bases. I love I love raids in Scarlet and Violet because in what situation would you ever be like, yeah, Doc's Bun's the choice. It's the call here. It's the call. It's the play. I don't I can't think of any time that that would be like what I would say. It'd be like, Doxbun's the play here, guys. I think Doxbun's the Pokemon you need. <laughs> Doxbun was the Pokemon. It's like, what are Doxbun's stats? Yeah, it's a base stat total of like 477. It's not like great. It's not great. Does it need to be? I think the thing I like the most about um, the Terror Raids is that they kind of do the same thing as like um, going in different tiers in like Smogon does, which is like you get to use a bunch of Pokemon that you would never like otherwise use. Oh, hard agree. Hard agree. Like, I, I think that this is, I love it because one, you get to use a lot of Pokemon. Two, I think it's a really good way, especially the seven star and six star raids of teaching people how to prepare a Pokemon for competitive play. Um, which I, I guess is a segue into like some of the more popular ones. But the idea is that like they have you EV train and, uh, you can IV train as well. I, well, IV train is a very big misnomer. I really like, I really hate calling it IV training, but, um, because honestly, Scarlet and Violet has made it so easy <laughs> to make Pokemon. It's like grossly easy. All you need is a, uh, y- you just need like money. If you have money, your Pokemon are going to be fine. <laughs> like you can just use bottle caps and vitamins in Scarlet and Violet. Pokemon's just mirroring the real world. It's okay. I was going to say, yeah, like, that's just... Pay to play, yeah. (laughs) 
No, it, it really is that easy, though, because I, I was just like, oh, well, maybe this topic, we can use it as an excuse to talk about to talk about EV and IV training. And so, like, I started looking into it a little bit today uh, to prep it. And because I, I was like, oh, where are the best places to EV train? And then, like, I clicked it and I realized that I was just an idiot and that you should just go buy vitamins. <laughs> you should just go buy vitamins because you can buy vitamins like right away. You can. It's so bad. Like, I don't know. It's kind of the same idea. I don't know. I really liked Isle of Armor in Sword and Shield. Like, I thought Sword and Shield DLC was very, very good. And you can see a lot of the influence that it had on Scarlet and Violet. And I really like that we can just buy the vitamins and just make the Pokemon. I was thinking the same thing when I was playing it. Yeah, like, when I was playing Gen 9, it's like, oh, Isle of Armor, I think, is the best overworld in uh, Gen 8. I think Crown Tundra is good, too. I really like Crown Tundra. I think Crown Tundra... Yeah, but Isle of Armor, I think you could see the difference in, like, how they are, like, exploring how to, like, make a world to explore yes. that is interesting. Like, I think Crown Tundra, I relate to it more, and maybe that's just because I had less time with it than I did with Isle of Armor, because, like, I, once Isle of Armor came out, I played a ton. Once you know it, you know it. I mean, I caught all the Diglets, so you know I was over that art aisle. <laughs> in Crown Tundra... One, I really liked how you just like walked into that one little town, which is something that happens now in Scarlet and Violet, right? You just walk into town. I, I was yes, actually very true. impressed with the lack of loading screens with the sacrifice of frame rate that you see in Scarlet and Violet. Uh, I, I was very, very impressed with that. So I, I kind of hope they keep that going. Yeah, I don't know. Like raids are, I don't know, like these raids are so much better than Sword and Shield raids. So much better. I hated raiding in uh, Gen 8. I hated it. I think it's just because the shield mechanic was kind of garbage. Like, you sit around and use a move, like, once every however long, right? Yeah. Uh, and I love how much more, like, live-action, fast-paced they made uh, the raids this time. It feels like it, right? Oh, yeah, where all the Pokemon attack at the same time. It's so much faster. It was a really smart decision. The only issue I have, and I hope this is solved now with the update, because we just got 1.2, or whatever it was, where... The issue is like, I don't know. The problem I have is sometimes you go too fast and then you just get caught while the raid Pokemon is doing like three moves at once. And like you're just stuck there waiting to be able to do something. I, I really dislike that. I, I think that's my one major criticism. And they were kind of bugged anyway with like the HP bars just like randomly going up and down uh, every once in a while. But it, other than that, I think these are the far superior experience. Completely agree. I think they are one of my favorite things in Scarlet and Violet, period. I, I do also like that they give you the chance to, like, while you're playing the game, to get Pokemon with odd Terra types as well. Because it, I think, like, halfway through the game, you get Terra Blast. And as soon as you get Terra Blast, it's like, cool, I've just got, like, controllable hidden power. <laughs> I mean, I think Terra Blast is the most balanced hidden power that you could possibly have, by the way. Like, hidden power, I think, kind of broke Pokemon a little bit. Because it created the situation in which Landorustherian was the best counter to Landorustherian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With uh, Hidden Power Ice or something. I, I think it does create very weird scenarios. But at least here now, you do get like a minor downside with your Terra Blast, right? Because a, a lot of the good types that you'd want for Terra Blast are, are things like Ice type or things like Fire or something like that. But at least you have to take on the defensive qualities of that type as well as like a trade-off. And I really, I really enjoy that. So, I mean, I, we didn't see any ice. We haven't seen, there's not a lot of ice terra types, honestly, which, uh, I'm not very surprised at looking back, but, uh, it, I'm, I don't know. I think it's a cool mechanic, but we've got, uh, we, yeah, we gave a nice review of 
of Pokemon there. So I guess now is a good time to talk about some of like our favorite Pokemon. I know Basket, you just got here and that's why we're doing this topic because you were asking about what are some good things. Yeah. Yeah. And I did a little bit of research and I think before we get into the actual Pokemon themselves, like there's some like basic things that people were talking about that like have helped me kind of formulate a plan. Okay. Um, uh, one is like nine times out of 10, unless you're doing a support one, which you would only ever do a support. So the way that we did it is we're going to tell you like the best ones for like overall raid. Um, and then there's some support ones, support ones. Obviously you only want to do if you're, uh, if you've got friends with you, otherwise it's just, you know, yeah. Don't take support if you're by yourself. Like, yeah, no. yeah. Do not support the, uh, the, the NPCs. <laughs> the NPCs that are helping oh. you. <laughs> you are never going to win. Uh, one of the things is when you, when you find a Pokemon that's going to work well for the raid, um, you typically want to increase, um, uh, its highest, um, defensive stat and its highest, um, attack stat, which is kind of like a no brainer, but, um, uh, there's, I have not seen anybody talk about speed at all, so I don't think it matters at all. Because you're attacking so many times, it's not relevant the way it would normally be. Speed doesn't matter that much. Bulk and power. Yeah, yeah Iron Hands is like one of the most popular ones. Iron Hands is really good. <laughs> so what happens is, uh, like Iron Hands was the first one he came out with, and a good way to make Iron Hands is like max attack, max HP, call it a day. He gets Belly Drum, so you've slap belly drum on him i think it's actually a uh i think belly drum is actually like a weird egg move type deal on on iron hands oh no no i'm thinking of i'm thinking of azumarill i'm thinking of azumarill yeah you're thinking of azumarill yeah iron hands just gets it because he's a paradox mon i was like why am i thinking of an egg move on a paradox pokemon <laughs> well because azumarill is also very good for raids uh yeah and he's i mean his typing electric fighting is actually really cool for one but you can just belly drum with him and you can give him a citrus berry you run max attack, max HP, you belly drum, and you just start clicking drain punch. Uh, if the Pokemon's weak to fighting or is neutral to fighting. Yeah. Or not weak to electric. I mean, even if without the citrus berry, you have drain punch, period. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, yeah, exactly. Belly drum, stab, drain punch, belly drum. Like that's. Yeah. And he gets stab wild charge slash stab thunder punch, which is also very good. So you can do a lot with that. I mean, just those three moves are very good. Yeah, if you can self-sustain, boost, and heal, you're mm -hmm. probably a good pick. And I, I saw um, uh, one setup for Iron Hands that I thought was kind of interesting. I don't know uh, when it would, um, like, in what scenario he was talking about, but he actually had Belly Drum and Swords Dance on him. Because he was talking about how in some situations you don't want to do uh, the Belly Drum because you don't think that you'll be able to survive or whatever. yeah. In, in that, in, but in my head, I was like, then why are you bringing iron hands? But you're absolutely correct, though, Basket. <laughs> you're absolutely correct. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know that the one that you had was great, but I, it looks okay. I mean, you want adamant nature and you want to just be able to click drain punch. Uh, wild charge is not a terrible move. I probably wouldn't run close combat and drain punch. I would probably just run like, uh, uh you, it gets ice punch too, which is actually not too bad. Um, and technically play rough. It's got some, it's got some coverage that I would use instead. Which is good because I think belly drum plus drain punch makes iron hands just in general one of the best all rounders. I mean, unless you're fighting against a Sylveon. And then if you have a coverage move, unless it's something that's strong against, yeah. 
I don't think you should ever take something that's weak against the Pokemon. Yeah, I agree with that. I I agree with that. And a lot of people don't see it. I mean, th- these are like the typical ones. The other one that's really typical is Assumeral, which is doing the exact same thing. It's got Belly Drum. <laughs> yeah. It just Belly Drums. You run Max Attack, Max HP, and then you run like Play Rough and Liquidation, and you're done. Like, the fourth move doesn't matter. I guess you could run Ice Punch. That's it. Like, that's Azumarill. It's doing Azumarill things with huge power and adamant nature, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and I, I have noticed that there's kind of a, um, uh, there's a lot of items that are used, uh, like, over and over again. Like, like what? Uh, ability, ability shield. Mm. So that, uh, like, but I'm, but I'm confused about that a little bit. Like, is that, is it that common for, like, the, um, uh, Terra Pokemon to, What's that move that'll like switch the abilities or I don't I don't know what that's in reference to. So uh let me double check real quick. So ability shield for those of you at home, because it's uh it's more one of more of the niche items, it prevents the holder's ability from being changed or effects that ignore abilities, which is the bigger thing. Because they will shut off abilities in in the raids if you remember like the raid bosses in sword and shield they would just like have that moment where they're just like and the abilities don't matter and they redu- we got rid of all the stat boost ha it's stuff like that like imagine an azumarill without huge power yeah so this makes sense some other pokemon though that are are fun to uh, look at i mean we we've had a lot of special ones like the things that i think the things that are the most challenging are the ones where you have to build for the seven star raids typically like the Pikachu one that's out right now, I don't know if they're going to rerun it again in like two weeks. They might. Um, that's kind of been their MO lately as they like run it every two weeks. Uh, but with this one's kind of special because it's like celebrating Pokemon Day, though I find it a weird celebration. I would have rather have had something new like they had been doing with Cinderace and Greninja and Charizard. Um, unfortunately, Charizard. And I, I, I'm so upset that in the code, it's only Charizard and there's no Blastoise and Venusaur. I really can't comprehend that. You know... Wait till the DLC, because that's exactly what happened at the start of Sword and Shield. Kind of, except... That's literally what happened in Sword and Shield, right? Like... <laughs> in Scarlet and Violet, though, they're just not in the code at all. Like, you could bring, you can't bring them in when home compatibility comes. Well, that just must be really hard, not getting your favorite starter, huh? That must be really difficult. <laughs> My heart goes out to anyone that's ever happened to. Said the, said the Snivy lover. <laughs> Well, my, to be fair, mine hasn't been in, like, an actual game. It was just in BDSP, okay? <laughs> mine was just in BDSP, which is, like, like a bittersweet moment. <laughs> All right, but yeah, yeah. So, like, Azumarill and ha- uh, Iron Hands are, like, the two big ones. Uh, Golden Go is usually pretty good. Uh, you could just run max special attack, max HP again, uh, and it hits hard. If you hard. can get past the look, yeah. If you can get past the string cheese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get past the string cheese. I think it just got leaked that it's uh, essentially coming to Pokemon Go this week as well. Oh, don't make them collect coins. Oh, they're going to make that such a pain to get. Yeah. No, they already did. They they already they already thought about that. Like cuz they released uh Gimme Ghoul for like half a second one day after an after a community day. Oh, well, they didn't release it, but they had it show up randomly and follow people around and like essentially drop coins. Oh, the same way they did Meltan. I yeah. see. Yeah, yeah, and you could cl- people have already collected a ton of coins from that. So you do have to collect coins. They have like lures and stuff for it. Yep, uh, you gotta keep that cash flow going. That's right. <laughs> Go, Golden Go is a good choice, you know, modest, max special attack, max HP. Ability shield so you don't turn off its good as gold ability. Definitely ability shield on that, yeah. Because good as gold is very, very good and it presents so you from good. taking any statuses, which is so good. 
Uh, especially in this format where the raid boss is going to try to drop your accuracy, stuff like that. So definitely, definitely do that. But I mean, make it rain and shadow ball are just two very good stabs as well. So definitely consider that. I On this list that you have in here, Basket, it has Metal Sound and Thunder Wave. I would definitely consider instead of Thunder Wave, maybe putting on like Nasty Plot if you click make it rain too many times. Okay. Just so that you can recover your you can recover your special attack drops from make it rain. Yeah, boosting tends to be very strong, I think, in raids. Yeah, well, I guess you can get around it with cheering, because cheering does give you those boosts as well. Um, so maybe you can get around it that. Especially, like, it. it's really fun when you can coordinate it with a bu- with four people that you know, uh, because you could be like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and you play different roles, right? Like, the, like, there's a couple support sets, like Chansey exists, and then also Screamtail um, and Grimmsnarl. So, I mean, they, you can set up screens, which is very helpful. Um, definitely don't do that if you play by yourself, but uh, you could you could definitely, like, you know, heal your comrades and hopefully not die. Yeah. If you have, like, actually, what I've had a lot of success with uh, has been Serilege. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Because Bitter Blade, right? Mm-hmm. With Swords Dance, you have Boosting and Self-Sustain. And those are, like, the two biggest things, especially if you're playing solo. Yes, I, I agree with you. For casual rating. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Also, it has a lot of um, immunities, which has been good for raids as well. So Sigma's been really into this lately, too, because if you go to our YouTube channel now, he's got like he has like the first video in like how to beat the Pikachu that was on YouTube. Oh, nice. Yeah, it did really That's well, nice. actually. Uh, it, it was like one of our better performing videos. Good for him. Yeah, but he's gotten like really, really into it. So we, we've gotten, a, you can, he came up with a situation in which you can solo the Pikachu with like a Gastrodon. I really like it because there's a lot of problem solving involved. Gastrodon, in that's the perfect one. Yeah. I was just thinking like, hmm, what would I do for like a Pikachu? And I was thinking a dragon because it resists electric yeah, and water. Exactly. But Gastrodon, that is the correct answer. Go raise <laughs> a Gastrodon, people. With like Storm Drain. Yeah, Storm Drain and it's a mutual electric and water. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. It's actually really good. I think it's a really, yeah. really good play. So definitely, but those are like the most fun. I think is like figuring out the seven star raids. I think to a smaller extent, you can do it with the six star raids as well because they do take some thought to do the six star raids. A little bit. You can't be thoughtless about raids. I, I agree with that. High yeah. star raids. You cannot be thoughtless about it because they will get you five star and up. You have to think. You really have to think. Like you can't just go in there with like anything. Four star and below. I think you could just like go Iron Hands, Anga Bunga. You can kind of cheese. Yeah, you can just, yeah. With five star and up, you definitely need to think about it. And those are the ones you have to worry about too. Cause like five star, I think, I think some four star will do it, but five star and six star are typically the ones that are going to give you Herba Mystica, which is what everybody wants to farm from the raids. Yes. Also, the higher the raid level, the uh, more crystals you get. Yes. So you want Terra Crystals and Herba Mystica from all these raids. So uh, th- those are the big things. But yeah, there's a, I mean, I, I didn't think we'd be able to talk this long about raids. I'm going to be honest. So, uh. <laughs> oh, uh, something something else that um, was like a um, a tip that uh, that I had read was um, try and think about um, not only just you know how we were talking about like you want to be um, uh, super effective to their um, terra type, but defensive against their um, regular type. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also like some some instances where um, you could be able to predict even like a third move where like, for instance, um, uh, the Tauros raid with like, um, the, uh, uh, fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Like he has uh, close combat. So that's something that's like, Oh, you know that he has that move. They can, they can use that move. So you can think about that. And then that way you don't choose steel. 
No, you choose Golden Go. You choose Golden Go. Well, right. You take Sarilage. <laughs> or Sarilage, yeah. Yeah, because then it just ignore the fire one. That's the biggest thing. Like, it, I wouldn't say, if I were to say you're trying to get into it right now, my honest answer would be, if you're just getting into it and you just beat the game and you're just trying to do raids, you should just go make an Iron Hands and start. And then you can start getting a lot of resources so you can make another Pokemon. Um, and the next one, honestly, should just be a Zoomerill, and you're just playing with these very offensive Pokemon. Then you can start getting into, like, Sarah Ledge and stuff bulky like that. Bulky offensive Pokemon. Yeah, bulky yeah. offensive Pokemon. Then you can start getting into more specialized stuff. Even Golden Goes a bulky offensive, right? Yeah, that's so true. So the moral of the story is take something bulky offensive. Yep. You don't need to worry about speed so much in this. I, I think these are very good, though, because, like, I really like it from the, uh, from the aspect of you need to still think about IVs and EVs, especially when you're getting up to the five and six star raids. Um, it really helps to have Pokemon that are optimized for this, and which I think is just the biggest thing. Like you learn how to optimize Pokemon this way. So after you do this, it's not that far of a stretch to like start doing competitive Pokemon. It, it's a good entryway into. Oh, I figured out how to EV train. Let me do it. And you don't have to EV train six Pokemon. You only have to EV train one, uh, which I think is a far easier ask than being like you need six Pokemon that are ready to go. Here's a question because I actually don't have the answer to this mm-hmm. that might be helpful. What l- level are raids set to? Are is there a set level? Uh y- yes. Uh so each each uh each raid has uh, seven stars are a little weird. But like each raid has a level cap on it like that the Pokemon is, not what your Pokemon can be. Like I, your Pokemon should be as high as you can get them, level 100 ideally. Cuz like having to get like some random thing to level 100 every time there's a seven star raid. Yes is uh you know yeah no no i absolutely agree with you so seven stars are typically level 100 um but when you catch them they'll be 75 instead or something like that um six star raids are level 90s um but when you catch them they're level 75 instead uh when you catch uh, f- uh five stars are level 75 four stars are level 45 three stars are 35 two stars are 20 and one stars are 12 though i think uh i think you only get like three levels at once or something like that um uh, as you progress through the game um, because I don't think I've seen a one or two star raid in since I played it at the beginning. So I think I have like three to three and up from here on out. But yeah, you do have to unlock like the six and seven star raids though. So make sure you play the post game basket. Yes. <laughs> you gotta play that post game where you can't get six star raids. You gotta go do the job for, uh, for Gita and go test all the gym leaders. That is good to know because I have not done that. You need to do that to be able to get six star raids. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, if you don't do that, you can't unlock six-star raids. And you only get, like, one six-star raid a day, which is kind of a bummer. But it's okay. It's okay. But, yeah, this is, uh, it's a fun time. We just, uh, we essentially just made a, a, a gizmodo.com article or something. Where, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Number we... five will shock you. Yeah, exactly. We essentially <laughs> just did that. I feel, I feel like we did, like, our spin, our, our, a puckle spin on uh, Gizmodo article. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Mojo over here, like... This is how this is how you raid in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. I don't know. I just I'm very hype about it. And if people have questions, this is how you do it. It's very easy. This one trick will win all raids. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I guess this is I this is a good place to stop. Uh so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna end it here. Um hopefully Basket can raid now more effectively. He'll he'll get an <laughs> iron hands and he'll uh he'll just go to town. Yeah. We're going to kick it on over to the Pokemon of the episode. So we'll catch you on the flip-flop. Pokemon of the episode. 
Welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National X number 992, Iron Hands, the Paradox Pokemon. It is very similar to a cyborg covered exclusively by a paranormal magazine. The cyborg was said to be the modified form of a certain athlete. Yeah. That's not disturbing at all. I know, it's all disturbing. <laughs> and apparently also its hands move like independent of its body as well. Well, so do clay dolls, but no one thinks it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, when it's based on an, when it's based on a Hariyama, maybe, maybe you would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you would. I, I don't know. Yeah, Iron Hands is, I mean, it's good. I mean, it's a Paradox Pokemon, so based at a total of 570, which is very good. One of the best, yeah. definitely. Uh, yeah. 154 HP, which is pretty big. 140 attack, which is, again, pretty big. 108 defense, which is pretty big. Nobody cares about the special attack, which is base 50. Special defense of 68 and speed of 50. Hariyama was actually seeing play in the series before this as well. So, like, this is just better Hariyama, uh, in all honesty. And so... It's just, it's a good Pokemon. It's the raid Pokemon that we essentially talked about the most uh, during the topic today. So I thought it was fitting. We have a team that has it. And honestly, the team that has it is the team that won the Oceanic International Championship last weekend, which is uh, by Gavin Michaels. And it's great. He did really well. He went 11-3 and in Swiss. And he uh, he went 14-3 and overall. That's awesome. Good job, man. Yeah, I think Oceanic uh, Internationals was actually player capped pretty small. So I think it was only like 280, 300 players total for VGC. Same thing happened with uh, TCG, by the way, too. It was only like 500 some players. It was honestly smaller than most regionals in the U.S. And honestly, I think I heard his name before. Is he even yes. Australian? Or he might have. No, I don't okay. think so. I don't think he's Australian. I can tell you here. My point says. is, like, did he go down for the? Like, yeah, he went down there for it. I'm pretty sure. Exactly. Yes. So, congrats, well done. But he's been around in the VGC. I want to say for several years because that name sounds very familiar. Yes, he's been around for a while. He's been around for a while. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yes, the, congrats to him. But we've got his team. There, I'm going to preface this by saying a lot of these are definitely VGC spreads that are meant to outrun certain things and take certain hits. Until the team report comes out from uh, Gavin himself, I do not think I will be able to suss all of these things out, so I apologize in advance. Um, some of these things I can tell you, though, very easily. Uh, all, not all of them, but some of them. <laughs> yeah, it looks like he just really likes to run bulky things and was like, yeah, going fast is for chumps. <laughs> You 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 can't have VGC without some speed control. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, he's got a little bit of it, but not a lot of it. He has some. He has some. Yeah, because you gotta uh, have. He some. does have. He does have some good priority as well. So he he does make up for it in that. I honestly like priority better than a lot of speed control, just because Trick Room exists and there's like very good Trick Room uh, Pokemon in yeah, this trick format. Trick Room is part of the speed control scenario. Yeah, and the best way to get around Trick Room is just priority. In my opinion, like if you can hit hard with priority, you're doing great. And he's got two Pokemon that do just that on this team. So uh, I guess we'll just start out with the Iron Hands itself. It's got Quark Drive because that's all it can have. So if your opponent, for some reason, brings Pincurchin, they've made a mistake. <laughs> it is holding an Assault Vest. Uh, it is Terra-typed Grass, mostly for defensive reasons. Uh, yeah, because that would make you uh, resistant to earthquakes. Yes, to resistant to when earthquakes. it's an electric type. Exactly. I I don't think it probably happened a lot, but it, it could make sense to do that. Um, it's got 140 HP, 
to really capitalize on that HP stat and the bulk. 76 attack, which probably hits some number um, on a KO on something with uh, close combat. It's got four defense, 252 special defense, and 36 speed, probably just to start inching out uh, base 60s, um, which are probably speed creeping a little bit on it. Uh, but this is uh, pretty, I, I mean, these moves are, none of them are surprising to me. Um, adamant nature, obviously, so you can hit hard. Fake out, because it's VGC and fake out is very pop or very powerful, just to make sure that your opponent doesn't uh, get a turn to react. Close combat, because it's going to hit hard as stab. Wild charge, because it's going to hit start hard as stab. And volt switch, because it actually gives you a nice pivot out of iron hands if required a nice it's a slow volt switch yeah a nice slow switch is really nice and because this team's all about the bulk and the uh, making sure you don't die uh we have a moon a pokemon you know people complain about a lot of pokemon being like very oppressive i have never heard anybody complain about a and a has been popular in every single vgc series oh i've heard people complain about a <laughs> way yeah back yeah then. i was just gonna say yeah i've, I've heard that plenty of times <laughs> that spore is no joke yeah i have i have heard no clamoring to the degree of certain other pokemon was a in um sword and shield uh i think it came in i think it, let me look i believe I, it was eventually in sword and shield i believe um i believe it yeah, we might have had some years without it i i do not believe though that it came in until a dlc i yeah. could be wrong though um it does look like it was in it was in isle of armor it does it came out so there was that one year without amongus so you didn't have to deal with all the rage powder yeah just some of the rage powder. no no instead they brought in Cineroar before that so well you know there still had to be an intimidate fake out we we still had to have one of the most oppressive Pokemon of the format. Uh, but either way, Moongus, very bulky, holding a Citrus Berry to make it even bulkier. Regenerator, which is a great ability. One of my favorite things was when Regenerator was first introduced in Gen 5, running in a Moongus Slowbro core, where, you just, didn't, oh, where yeah. you just didn't die. It was fantastic. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, and then Terra Type of Steel, for defensive reasons once again. Um, be, honestly, because if you get in that like shroomish v shroomish matchup, and you just keep sludge bombing each other or something like that, it's great to just be able to tear into steel. Uh, two forty four HP, one hundred eight defense, and one fifty six special defense. Calm nature. Oh, uh, he's got spore, rage powder, pollen puff, and protect. This is Amoongus all the way. I can't de- I, like. I don't know what other moves I would give Amoongus. I these are the ones. Giga Drain hypothetically. Uh, I don't know. These are like not this that is, I would here, but no, this is perfect. I love this set. Yeah, this is like perfect Amoongus. Agree. If somebody wants to take the next two, they are more than welcome. Yeah, I got it. Um, so next up we have Pelipper with uh, Focus Sash ability Drizzle, of course, and we're going with Terror Type Flying, which you know it doesn't really. It doesn't really matter, I don't think, at all. Yeah, I don't know when you would tear I don't know when you would tear type Pelipper on this team. You would want to tear Oh, for the hurricane, I guess, right? Like I I think it's I think it's just it for stab hurricane so you get double stab hurricane. Yeah, exactly. But I I don't see it happening often. But the option is there. Yeah. Yeah. And then we've got uh the EVs are four HP, two fifty two special attack, and two fifty two speed. Keep it simple. Yep. Yeah. Got a modest nature, um, hurricane, like we talked about before, hydro pump, 
Tailwind, and Protect. We are setting up for <laughs> for the next Pokemon here. Yes. Um, which is Palafin. Mystic Water, ability zero to hero, of course, because you want to be a hero and not a zero. Then you got yes. Terra-type Water, I'm sure for some extra damage. Um, 252 HP, 252 attack, four defense, keeping it simple again, straightforward. Adamant Nature, Jet Punch, Wave Crash, Haze, Protect. Yeah, uh, Haze is there mostly for Dondozo counters. I've seen this a lot on Palafins, where you just go ahead and you just put Haze on it. <laughs> so, yeah, because Dondozo is going to have a hard time taking out uh, a hero form Palafin. So you can just click Haze, remove all of its boosts, and hopefully you don't have to Jet Punch it, but maybe it Terra-typed into Not Grass. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, we'll go back to you, Sublime, though, and you can take us home with the last one. All right, I'll take us with some big boys to finish it up. We've got a Backscalibur with a Dragon Fang. Of course, it has Thermal Exchange, and its Terra type is Poison. I love that for defense. I love that defensively, because it's both it's both fairy and fighting. Yeah, exactly. So it's a flipping the script on its weaknesses. It's got an adamant nature and a very well spread out EV spread. It's got 84 into HP, 252 attack, 4 defense, 108 special defense, and 60 speed. Um, and we're running uh, Glaive Rush, Ice Shard, Icicle Crash, and Protect. So you've got your priority and your stabs and, of course, Protect. In fact... I think everything on this team but the um, Assault Vest has Protect. Yes. As it should. Yeah, I mean, it's VGC. Uh, although I do remember there was one year uh, someone won the uh, American Nationals with um, no Protect on the entire team. Really? They oh were an my icon. gosh. Although there was a... It was Gen 6 and they had a Aegislash which had its own... Oh, it had uh, the shield. But that was the only one, and everything else had no protect. Yeah. 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 And we're going to finish it off with Shining Arm. Uh, that's in the nickname, sorry. Dragonite, the icon. <laughs> it's back. It's a star. It's got multi-scale with a lumberry and Terra-type flying. Adamant nature, and we're going to run 252 HP, 204 attack, 20 defense, 4 special defense, and 28 speed. And we've got extreme speed. Terra Blast, so you know it's meant to, you know, Terra type. Mm -hmm. Ice Spinner, which would get rid of the terrain, I do believe, and Protect. Awesome. Yeah. This is a really cool team. The the Dragonite's totally weird, too, because it's usually Terra type normal into Extreme Speed Stab. I, I do like this, though, so it just gets, like, super powerful flying type move, which, and dual, double stab on that as well, because it's just, it's already flying. Uh, I, I, love I feel that. like it never had the best flying options, right? Yeah, especially physical. What do you get? Like that's kind of how they balance flying type for the longest time. Is that it doesn't have a lot of good physical options, right? Like you get Brave Bird, I and mean, you get Brave Bird. But sh the thing is, Dragonite's not going to get Brave Bird. Well, yeah. Well, you think of the Pokemon that give Brave Bird. None of them are just going to be like have like uber powerful attack stats. Like the thing that um, that Seth always likes to remind me. Or they do, but then you take the Reef Coil, right? So Yeah, yeah Seth always likes to remind me that Talonflame has a base 80 attack. So <laughs> Yeah. Well, back in Gen 6, it didn't matter. You just had a high base power, you'll get through. Exactly, right? exactly. But yeah, he's just he's, he just always likes to remind me that Talonflame only has base you 80. You know what? Let me tell you something. Seth Philo hates birds. That's all it is. Y you think Seth so? Seth Philo hates birds. Oh, no, I know. I know so. Because I play PTU <laughs> with him every Wednesday. And he has, like, a pathological hatred for birds because he accidentally <laughs> died to one once. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 
That's hilarious. That's all it is. It's not that he's like, oh, flying types need to have... No, it's because he hates birds. You know what his least favorite Pokemon was last gen? Hawlucha. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I knew that. I knew that. I knew that. He's hated Hawlucha for a while. He hates birds! He hates birds! That's what it is! (laughs) It has nothing to do with the Pokemon. Shout out to Seth Milo, but he hates birds. (laughs) He just hates birds. So he's just anti-flying type. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) All right, well, this is the team. We're going to put it... I'm looking for the channel right now. I'm going to put it into the Discord. And then, of course, if you're a patron, I am also in the... uh, I'm actually updating it right now as we speak so that we have all of the new Pokemon up for this month. So we're going to go ahead and kick it on over then to the mailbag. It's mail time! Send in your email! Welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is the part of the show where we ask you guys a question. Typically, the week before, we asked you what you thought might be announced at Pokemon Day this week. So we're going to make nice bingo cards out of all of it. And we figured we'd uh, we'd hear what you guys got. Um, you send those into PucklePodcast at gmail.com. And we write, we're going to choose three of them. And we're going to read them here on the show today. But of course, this segment is also brought to you by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros. The energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. And as always, we will give the Green Taurus badge to whoever we deem worthy. Uh, if you spark discussion or anything of that manner, or we just really like you today, uh, you get it. So without further ado, let's jump into our first email. This week it's going to be from Ben. And Basket's got this one. What it do, Puckle Crew? Ben here. I have so many predictions for the Pokemon Day announcements, but I guess my most outrageous one would be... Gen 2-5 to five starter, 7-star terror raids announced through the summer. If anything, this is just what I want to happen. I would love to fulfill my dream of having an all-reptile team with Feraligator, Crocodile, and Skeledurge on it. That's awesome. I like that. I want that too, but it won't happen and it's going to make me sad. <laughs> I'm also predicting that Pokemon Ranger is going to be making a comeback along with Pokemon Conquest. Oh, Ben. Yes, please. Pokemon Conquest. <laughs> They'll be uh, remastered, remastered and ported onto the Switch as a double pack. Although underplayed, I still have my original copy of Ranger, and I had so much fun playing it. If it if it's re- if it's a remaster, I would play Conquest again. I like the concept of Pokemon Conquest, but I went back and replayed it recently, and it, if it is, it is the clunkiest game I've ever played. Yeah, they're like I love Pokemon Con- Conquest. I know. Um, you do too, Sublime, and uh, it's great, but there is some weird parts where, like, it just feels slow in certain, like, interactions, and it's like, why is why is it like this? There's some, like, menus you have to go through that you shouldn't have to go through, you know what I mean? Like, I, I play it and I go, this is definitely a first, tro- like, a first try at something, and then it wasn't successful, so we never got to see, like, what it could truly be. But it's it's a gem. It's a huge gem. Um, and then uh, outside of that, I would love to see more about Pokemon Sleep. What even is it? The potential for I we talked about it in our topic, or I mean our uh, our news. The potential for Gen One to Three to come out to uh, um, Nintendo Switch Online with home capabilities, some new Paradox Pokemon, new events for VGC, details on the um, Scarlet Violet DLC, new Seven Star Terra raids, new merchandise, a new spin-off game or reboot like an installment of Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, and an even uh, and an event release of a region-specific Pokemon. Yeah. Yes, I I agree with most of this. <laughs> 
They should give us something. The first distribution was kind of meh, in my opinion. Uh, granted, they had a fantastic team, but the powers that be could have easily given us their Aqua Breed Tauros or uh, Goldengo, a Pokemon that is much harder to obtain in the game. That being said, this Garganicle does have a great set of stats and is really useful. He's, uh, yeah. And then some of my predictions are pretty obvious, outrageous. If any of them happen, I will be shocked and excited. But whatever happens, I know that I am going to be super pumped for the coming year in the world of Pokemon. Go big, Ben B. All right. Thank you for that, Ben. Our next email is going to come to you from Gigasaurus Games. Hello, Puckle Crew. The episode this week had some really interesting ideas about what might be coming up in Pokemon news. Because of this and because joining in on harmless conspiracy theories once in a while is fun, I decided that I would throw my tinfoil hat into the ring this week. <laughs> That's a really good analogy, though. <laughs> First of all, I personally feel like it is more more likely that the next Pokemon Mystery Dungeon would be Explorers of Time, Darkness, and Sky than a brand new game, just because Nintendo seems to be really interested in porting old games right now, like Mystery Dungeon DX, which, to be clear, is a good thing. Uh, That's, like, based on one data point, though. Uh, I would say you need more than one data point to know that they really want to just port Explorers of Sky. I could totally see them reintroducing to us with the remake that they did in 2020, and then we just get you know, a new game now in 2023. Last time they did that, though, they gave us like a very short turnaround. They're like, hey, BT Dubs, this is coming out in like a month. So <laughs> I could see Mystery Dungeon coming out in like a month if they announced it. Uh, that said, the idea of a gotcha Mystery Dungeon called Mystery Dungeon Genshin Pokemon Impact is pretty entertaining. Gotcha games in general are a toxic marketing model, and that is only acceptable model that annoys me more than TCGs. But at least the jokes are funny to think about. I would also guess that there will be some sort of news on the virtual consoles on Switch, although whether it be the 3DS virtual consoles coming over, new games on it or on existing ones, or extra home compatibility, I'm unsure of. I do think that there's a pretty good chance that the unrevealed Scarlet Violet patch functionality probably has to do with home compatibility more than with the DLC immediately, so I'm expecting much more outside of an announcement about Pokemon Home, but there could always be more as well. I think actually the more compatibility is going to be the Pokemon Go connection that we have to have for gimme ghoul in pokemon go which is really depressing uh so we we have that coming i don't know going for us isn't what the right the right thing we have that and it's gonna be awkward and gimmicky and probably not worth it those are my thoughts about what we will hear about on pokemon day as always your ideas were very insightful and entertaining and thank you for all of your wonderful work gigasaurus games all right well we have one more email and it's gonna be from Dooley, and i believe sublime's got this one sublime you there bud sublime no, we can't hear you, Sublime. We can't hear you. That's why we've been ignoring you. <laughs> I was wondering, I'm like, where's Sublime commenting on Pokemon Conquest? Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, it was my mic. And I didn't want to stop or do anything because I'm recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, fine. <laughs> uh, okay, go ahead. Go um, ahead and uh, read Dooley's email. Happily. I'm so sorry, y'all. I've been experiencing technical difficulties. Uh, good morning, Puckle, cr- Puckle Crew. My predictions for Pokemon Day. There's a 90% chance of Pokemon Red and Blue being announced for the Switch uh, GB emulator. I also think that they will announce the next Legend series, maybe Legend Celebi. Oh, I disagree. If they announce a date at all, I would love that to happen, but I disagree as well. Yeah, I don't think that'll happen. It, because they're not going to want to hype up Pokemon Legends right as they're ho- hyping up Pokemon Scarlet Violet DLC. Mm. They're not going to want to do that. That's a good point. They're not going to want to do that. Especially because Arceus was like kind of like an off-season release uh, into January. I honestly think that BDSP was probably supposed to come out in 2021, 
And then Legends Arceus was supposed to come out in 2022. But because of COVID, things got slowed down. Yeah, things change. It's fine. Um, but they're thinking that if it is Legends, it won't be until 2024. I agree. And of that. course, they just have to announce the DLC for Scurvy, whatever it might be. I uh, see my 50% prediction for a possibility. Uh, probably a date for home to 95% chance for this one. And then under 50% chance. I've been hearing rumors of a possible sequel to Pocket. Not sure of how I feel about it, but perhaps this is something that might happen and might be announced. But I'll call it a coin flip. Kalos DLC for Scurvy? I mean, it's right there. So maybe. Hopefully. I think that's actually higher than 50%. The Pokemon Go tie-ins for Scar- Scarlet and Violet. I mean, that's basically 100%. It's just a question of, it's an eventuality. Yeah. Well, it, so it just got um, leaked through the data mine of the new Pokemon Go update that all of that stuff's in there right before Pokemon Day. So I'm pretty sure it's happening. Like, I, I'm almost certain it's happening. And then under his 10% predictions, an update to Pokemon Sleep. But in reality, I think that whole project has already been put to sleep. But there is a slim chance that they might wake it up. Here's another slim chance, but crosses the back of my mind. We've seen it in the past of Pokemon games with, uh, games with Legends Arceus, and we've seen both ancient and future Pokemon in Scurvy, depending on the color of choice. Maybe they'll do a Legends type of game that takes place in the future. Sure, it's a crazy thought, but why the heck not? I'd probably put this in the 1% category, but I did want to throw it out there to the universe. Ooh, I actually have a comment for I have a comment for this one. Only because I see like other people bring that up. Like, why what if the next Legends Pokemon game is in the future? How do you not know Scurvy's not the future already? You know? <laughs> why is it called Pokemon Legends then if it's in the future? The Pokemon Legends is called Pokemon Legends? That's a very good point. Maybe they could call it Future Legends. <laughs> You're revi- well, you're revisiting legends in the Pokemon world, right? Which is why anytime everybody's like, I want a modern Pokemon Legends, and I'm just like, but it's called Pokemon Legends. <laughs> you're like investigating the legends. Pokemon Legends, the next generation. I love it. Pokemon Legends is for us to go explore legends that we heard about in the Pokemon universe. Well, you know, maybe it's still a legend in the future. I don't know. Like, sure. I think there's a very easy shoe-in for both Unova and Johto. I'm hoping so, because I need Snivy back in my life. I need Snivy back in my life on my screen. <laughs> no, I don't disagree with you. Not just next to me. Not just next to me while I'm recording. <laughs> I don't disagree with you. I think it's very possible to see another Legends game in the future. Well, I want to see a Wild West Unova, personally. Oh, dude, that would be sweet. What a good concept. Because we kind of got that with, like, Pokemon Coliseum, but I would love I would love Wild Wild West Unova. That would be great. Because yeah. <laughs> the thing with Unova is, I, I feel like it's a very easy shoe-in to be like Pokemon Legends Kirim or whatever, and we get like Kirin Origin form or whatever. That would be cool. And which is like the, the original dragon. I think that's a very easy shoe-in. I just don't know how you do it because it's based on like two princes, but it's also going to be Wild West. <laughs> I, want, I want all of these things, by the way. Like I want all of this to happen <laughs> in the same game. I just don't know how you make it all happen in the same game. You know what? Maybe the princes were competing to colonize the land. I'm here for it. Yeah, uh, we can call them princes, but they're just dressed up as cowboys. I'm here for that as well. Sure. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, these are my thoughts and predictions. Your results may vary. See y'all on the proverbial flip-flop. Duly noted. Yeah. Well, thank you to everybody for that. Duly won it for me at the end you, you think know? so we, we we he 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 sparked the conversation that's true we can give it to dually that's fine with me dually you get the green tauros badge enjoy your green color on the server i would say honestly all three of these emails were were very good honestly yes i don't yes. disagree 
Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So with that said, if you want to keep up with us throughout the week, the best way to do it is to come over and hang out with us on Discord at Discord or PuckleDiscord.com. You can, of course, follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Additionally, if you'd like, you can always go over and check us out on uh, YouTube at YouTube.com slash PucklePodcast. I should be streaming this week. I have had so many work trips that have been taking up all of my time. And I want to get back into just hanging out with everybody. I have another work trip, which is also not helping my time management coming up. So hopefully we uh, we can get that all sorted out. And I think the next episode is the last episode I'm on for like a hot second because of uh, because of work trips. So people, thankful, thankfully, people are taking over for me. And then, of course, we've also got the uh, oh, my gosh, what's it called? We, we've got our Patreon at patreon.com slash buckle podcast that you can come and support if you want to help support the show and make it better. We appreciate all those things. And until next time, guys, I have been Trainer Thatch. I continue to be sublime. And I've been Basket. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Bye-bye. Bye.